Sintero Speaks. In this segment of our special parenting mini-series, we'll discuss ways to creatively engage kids and teens. I'm your host, Mariah Beidelman, and I'm joined by Sarah Perry, a school prevention coordinator, outpatient clinician, and clinical supervisor at Sintero. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thanks. I appreciate it. So, Sarah, can you start by telling us from a mental health standpoint why it is important for parents to engage their children in physical activity and cognitively stimulating activities as well? One of the most basic reasons is we know that physical activity has a lot of benefits, health benefits, but like you said, also cognitive um, benefits. The World Health Organization actually recommends about 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity for youth ages 5 to 18. And so that's just a daily recommendation, right? And so we also know that the more physically active kids are, the more they tend to be more physically active as adults, which builds just a good foundation for health overall. But we also know that exercise can affect the teenage brain and the developing brain in general, especially though with adolescents, because there is that is a time of more dramatic brain maturation. So during adolescence and preteen years, the brain has a lot of enhanced neural transmissions. Basically, it's working on improving connections for learning and memory and executive functioning. So we know that exercise actually improves all of those areas. So in the teenage brain, when it's developing, it actually improves learning and memory and executive functioning. Child's brain is not fully developed until about age 25. And so why this is so important is because um, as they're developing, that frontal lobe, the front part of their brain that is responsible for executive functioning, which would be things like attention, planning, organization, inhibitory or impulse control, that is still developing. And we know that exercise actually really helps those areas of the brain. So, you know, that just has benefits as they get older as well. We also know that just from a emotional and regulation standpoint, Dr. Bruce Perry, who's both a clinician and a researcher, showed that trauma or something perceived as trauma it activates the stress response in our body, in our brainstem. But what his research showed was that movement, simple, even repetition, rhythmic, repetitive movement, especially that in the context of a safe relationship, actually can be very regulating and calming to the brain. So the most primitive part of our brain, it actually really calms down. So there's lots of different reasons outside of health. It's also just very calming for our brain in general. And that's true for adults as well, not just adolescents and children. Children and teens have been home for a few months now, so what may have been seen as typical fun summer activities may be a little stale now. What can parents do to creatively reignite their children's interest in non-screen activities? I think all of us during this pandemic mode have gotten used to being a little bit more lazy. And as we're seeing the isolation and the physical distancing isn't really ending anytime soon, I think we have to get creative. It's kind of necessity at this point. I think it's okay to use those opportunities to talk to your kid. Ask them what they're interested in doing, what they think would be fun. Conversation's always important. You'll get more buy-in from your kids, especially as teenagers, if you're asking them for their input. And even if they act like, you know, or they say, I don't know, or I'm not sure, it's okay. They still actually appreciate that you're asking them and it's still empowering them to think about it. But what I would suggest is, you know, just ideas like going for walks together, going for bike rides, 
getting out and moving. And maybe that's something that's scheduled like at a certain time in the day. So it becomes a routine that the family goes for an evening walk. I'm encouraging them to get outside and, you know, the whole family plays Frisbee or makes it a friendly competition. And this is something to thinking about with sports. You know, if they haven't been able to do as much, could they teach you some conditioning moves that they do? And you guys make a commitment to do that together so they don't get out of shape while they're not doing their conditioning for their sports or activity. Kid yoga is always fun too. So I think if parents are willing to get more involved and get out there and be a little bit more physically active with their kids, the kids will be more on board. Mm -hmm. Initially, I think sometimes kids will kind of, you know, roll their eyes and, you know, older kids, especially adolescents, they'll kind of roll their eyes like, okay, really, we're doing this. If you make light of the situation, use humor and just laugh. If you can learn to laugh together and be silly, I think that's really important. So, you know, even if you're making up a game as a family (laughs) of something to play. But I think, you know, getting the whole family involved and making it a friendly competition, I think really encourages confidence and healthy risk-taking, and it improves communication. But other things that you can do that's active, just getting out there and maybe it's planning a family game night, a board game night, and you give the kids the choice of what they pick. Or maybe you ask them to engage you, teach you a new game. And maybe it is something like technologically based or something from social media. I know a lot of people have been making TikToks, and so, (laughs) which is an online platform um, for basically music, short clips. Um, People do a lot of dance videos and I've seen, you know, great success with especially teenagers engaging their parents and making funny TikToks. And so joining with them on their level is going to make them more interested in continuing to do things with you down the road. So you do, you give a little compromise and do something you're uncomfortable with, and then they're going to be more comfortable joining you with something they might not be as comfortable with later. So it's a little bit of give and take. How does age factor into the approach parents should take? I think younger kids are a little bit easier to engage, although I think everybody can easily become glued to a screen. I do think that, you know, with with kids, it's a little bit easier to get younger kids. It's a little bit easier to get them involved. But if you're going to do something, I think for with younger kids, giving them options, but not too many, right? So saying like, you know, we can go play Frisbee or we can play tag outside, you know, which one of those would you prefer? Or do you have an option? Or do you have a choice of something you would rather do that you, or maybe do you want to make up a new game and teach me? Younger kids are a lot more imaginative and creative. So they're very likely to be more engaged with you. If you're like, I want to make a game with you. I want to make something up with you, right? The older kids, I think it's really just about validating and saying, you know, I've noticed that our whole family, myself included, you know, we've all been kind of stuck in a rut or maybe spending too much time on our phones or on social media. And I think think it'd be really cool if we spent some time, you know, doing stuff together. Do you have any ideas of what would be an activity to do together as a family or give them some choices and say, you know, this is what I thought of. Maybe that's like, you know, going for a bike ride, but picking a certain spot. You know, or maybe it's we're going to visit all the metro parks or we're going to plan out certain places to go for a bike ride. Do you have any ideas or where would you like to go if we did that? So sometimes giving a little bit of guidance can be helpful, but allowing them room to kind of think and express a little bit more autonomy. Right. That helps them feel a little more empowered and like you respect what their ideas are or their choices. And having those conversations with older kids kind of more side by side. So even just going for a car ride. I know that's not really physical, but it's getting out, letting them pick the station to listen to, have them like tell you about their interest in 
music and be open to listening and having a conversation then sharing you know what you like to listen to again it can create a lot of space for conversation but also laughter you know and good humored fun but definitely with I think with younger kids kind of more guidance and encouraging them to use their imagination and with older kids I think just validating that you know, yeah, I know you'd you'd rather be on Snapchat with your friends right now, but I really think it's important for all of us to take a break, myself included. And I just, you know, I want to spend time with you. Again, I think sometimes we can roll, kids can roll their eyes at that, but secretly they like it. I think the most important thing is just be open to learning, ask open-ended questions, ask what, you know, they've been learning about or trying to engage in their world will make them much more willing to try something new with you. For more information and to learn about our telehealth services, visit www.centero.org.